Boys, we're rolling. It's oh. all you. Oh. 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 Welcome to Community Studio. I mean, Community Service Podcast. You forgot I'm in the a new studio. I did. I did. Forgot the I did. That was not on purpose. Podcast. Isn't that nuts? Oh, it's been happening to me like crazy lately. Let me just throw this phone down. I don't want it. I don't want it. Community Service in a new podcast. My my beautiful, lovely producer, Christopher Lund, is at home with his family. Let's just say he needs some prayers and some love right now. And... Uh, but until then, we're in a new studio. Oh, <laughs> baby. I love you, Chris. I wish you well. Um, j- today, I have on my very good friend, J.F. Harris, motherfucker. My motherfucking man. What's Kirk. up, bro? There's no there's no script to this, so we just go. Yeah, yeah. Start. That, that sounds great me. to me. No. This is so nice. <laughs> this is crazy nice. I love it. Uh, I also, you know what else I also love? Your new hoodie. Oh, yeah. I'm rocking it. They got that new merch though. Put on a medium. Hang on. Wait for the back. Wait for the back. He out of me. You wait. <laughs> Showing off a lot of back. If oh, you know what oh, I mean. Oh. See that tiny little white ass? <laughs> That's so funny. Uh, I, I, I love I love that the merch works so good for you. Is that it's crushing. It's so good. Well, I, did, I forgot to put my name on it. I fucked up. Uh, I even fucked up saying fucked up. Did you hear that? Yeah. <laughs> I uh, yeah, I remember when we were talking about it, year, like years ago. Yeah, when like yeah, you helped st- me so much. I want to say something. I forgot about that till right now. I knew I always loved this man. The first moment I met this guy at a at a okay restaurant show. Yeah, it wasn't it was, that bad. It wasn't that bad. It was pretty fun that show. It was. It got a good steak out of it. Yeah, and I had just gone viral with the Laugh Factory and just gotten some fans. Everything was so brand new. And I was, it was like, like within the first month or a couple yeah, of weeks, a couple of weeks. And I didn't know what to do with any of it. And I was like, I don't know what to do. I'm just so used to being an open mic or host, you know, and then all of a sudden you're like fan base. And then you're like, dude, uh, hire an uh, assistant to an agent or a manager, get some one nighters, get some merch get a website going, get a pot. Like you told me, get a podcast. You're like, I was like, yeah, you're right. (laughs) (laughs) And look, you you got it going. And then I did all of that. Which is incredible. I should have took your advice, the advice I gave you. Isn't that nuts? I just started doing all that stuff. Yeah. He gave me that advice two years ago, three years ago, three years ago. Was that it? I feel like it might have been a little bit more just because of the fact that I feel like it was when I first moved to L.A., which was like five years ago. Okay. Why was it then? Oh, maybe I still was working at Trader Joe's. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. You hadn't been fired yet. I had not been fired yet. I always it's all a blur time. Like people keep track of dates and stuff. I'm like, ah, sometime in the past, something happened. Yeah. And out here, it just all flies so quickly. Yeah. And that last year, I mean, does that even count? What the fuck was that? Where's the camera? Where's my... What was that? Uh, oh, I don't want to speak of it. My soul's doing pretty good now. Yeah. 
Where was your was your soul in a rough spot? It was very bad. Very what, bad. Where, did you go into a dark place? Did I tell you what I did? I started smoking the weed again. Oh no! Oh, 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 oh relax, Jeff. Don't be like my mother. I got, didn't tell her yet. You got loosey goosey with your sobriety. I sure did. Uh, how sure are did. how are you doing right now? Well, you know, sometimes. Well, I love it, and I feel much better. And. Uh, yeah, but there's some days I abuse it. I ain't gonna lie to you. But uh, there's some days where I use it correctly and like a medicine. Yeah, and those days are the best. Uh, but sometimes you just get to puffing, you know, and you're just like, oh, it's late at night. I did all my spots. Yeah, I can get a little toasty and watch oh. some, some Gilmore Girls on Netflix. <laughs> Take that back. <laughs> Good laugh, sir. Good laugh. <laughs> Yeah, you could speak into this too. You could be the voice of God, brother. I don't. I Isaac. Yeah. Okay. There he is. <laughs> and then uh, now I'm already I already lost track of what we're talking about. Oh, don't worry about it. It's all right. It's uh, just Mary Jane. Hey, and I you, didn't want. And to, you know, if you ever need to talk, I will. It doesn't need to be about merch or comedy. I went to one uh, meeting and, yeah. uh, of course, just bawled my eyes out. Yeah. And then. Uh, there was someone there that, you know, when there's always like the wrench in the spokes, you're just like, you don't get it, you know? <laughs> yeah. And then I, I made fun of that person, like a little joke, like, because they spoke right before me and it was, it was bad. It, I hate judge, but it was 99.9% of the room was just like, oh God, yeah. late, you know? Anyways, I took a shot at her and it was so funny. I was like, don't, it was a layup. You know when it's a layup? Yeah. And I was like, don't do it, don't do it. I was like, the comic in me was like, just do Make it. Make the joke. And I did it, and it fucking crushed, bro. <laughs> Cause, uh, but then I felt bad. I was like, oh, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. It's okay, it's okay. And then I was like, ah, and just cried. And uh, then a close friend was like, call me. Close con- I'm not naming names, you know yeah, how it goes. Yeah, I know how it goes. And then, uh, and then I called. I'm like, oh, yeah, I'm fine. And they're like, I know you're fine now, but it's where it leaves. I'm like, well, I'm fine for a little while. <laughs> yeah. I-, I know I need to probably uh, get out of it. Like, I already knew, like, this is a visitation. And this is to not break and uh, take headmans, which I refuse. Fuck you, pharmaceutical industry. Yeah, we're you not. You got me once. Yeah, you're not going down. You don't want to go down that wanna... opioid alley. It only. I mean, if they gave thing. me that, no, if they kidding. give you opioid alley, you just start sucking dick for yeah, yeah. Again. <laughs> Oxy. Where do the dicks start? No, that's where it goes for some kids. Yeah, a lot. I, it's crazy. It's fucked up because so many kids get into opioids because of the fact that they like get hurt in high school. Somebody puts them on Oxycontin. They get hurt like playing sports. Then they get like a $150 a day pill habit, which is like one pill. Yeah. Because Oxy's so expensive. And then one day someone just goes, you know, heroin's cheap, right? And, and it's the go. same thing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's uh, what happened at my high school, actually. It was quite nuts. Yeah. Mine too. Yeah. New yeah, York just- City Public School, baby. <laughs> Just you yeah. saw the pills come in. It was insane. Yeah. Some kids never got out. It was fucking nuts. Yeah, I know. You, on the other hand, did get out. I got out. Yeah. I got out. And just when I thought I was out, they pulled me right back in. It's Carlito's way. Know your history. You guys don't know that one? I know Carlito's okay. way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I haven't seen it in <laughs> roughly since the last I was like, time. Oh, tough crowd. I yeah. thought I was being <laughs> no, 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 no. I was like, hey, hey. 
No, I, I John Leguizamo. I, I mean, the last time I saw Carlito's way, you were still doing Oxy. Mm, fair enough. <laughs> <laughs> and the last time I saw Carlito's way, I was probably as high as yeah. you've been lately. I know Sean Penn. Uh, who the hell else? Al Pacino. Al Pacino, of course, the star. But I was like, there's some random stars. In there. John Leguizamo. I love a John Leguizamo, baby. Leguizamo? Is that how yeah, you say Yeah, man. It? I always just kind of just smile and say his name like, I have no idea. Johnny Lasagna? Johnny Lasagna. Uh, Johnny Lasagna uh, was, I loved him so much when I was a kid because uh, he had all those HBO specials. You remember those HBO specials? Oh, yeah, where he jacks off into the shampoo or shit and <laughs> yeah. you know, the soap. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah I when, saw that in high school, never left. Yeah, that was when I was a kid, like the the first one, I think it was called Freak. Yeah. was like one of my favorite things in the world. It was directed by Spike Lee. Yeah. It had that good like 80s, late 80s, early 90s Spike Lee, like cool color changes. So is he and a stand-up? Like, He's more of a one-man show entertainer. He's a one-man show, like actor kind of guy. Yeah. yeah. But it was hilarious. So funny. I mean, the guy just is so good. So good. And like when it, when I was very young, before I got into stand up, like that idea of like one man show kind of thing felt very cool to me. I was like, that's what I want to be. I want to be an artist in New York City, yeah. telling them how it is. And then like you're like, oh, I can't do like big act outs like that. That's embarrassing. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, I'm barely now getting comfortable and staying in act outs more. Yeah, and and you've been doing it ten for years. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm, I was doing a new uh, like a like a newspaper interview for my show in New Orleans coming up this morning, and while I was doing it, uh, <laughs> the guy was like, "When did you first feel comfortable in stand up?" And I was like. About two years ago. I'm like, oh, I'm still not comfortable. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so, what are you, nuts? Yeah. Oh, my God. It's it's crazy. Like, when, you know, you get asked a lot of questions. Comics get asked by people because they're interested in doing stand-up. So, they always are asking us questions. Like, yeah. how would you get into it? I'm like, just go do it. Yeah. Like, when do you feel comfortable at it? Maybe five years in? Yeah. <laughs> Four years? Yeah. So yeah, it was similar. It was like, when did you know you could do this for a living? I was like, I was about eight years into doing it for a living. You know, it's yeah. like, <laughs> like you just yeah. don't know. You just don't, yeah. Like it wasn't until like literally like now this period, like after the quarantine, like coming back where I was like, oh, I'm, I'm good at this. Yeah, it's really weird. I got dates and I was like, oh, I, I, I th this is it. Yeah. You know, I, uh, yeah. Yeah, and it feels good to be back in the swing. But all the time when people ask, it's just like, go to an open mic. You don't even have to go up, watch people be bad, and then you'll go, I can do better than that guy. Yeah, that's exactly what happened to me. Yeah. I was like, oh, I could I could do this. Yeah. And then you get up there and you eat more shit than everyone you just <laughs> judged. First time I went up, dude, I went with a friend who was going, and I was like, I'll go up. And I went up and I just riffed on how the host looked like my ex-girlfriend and I did I did like well I got like a yeah. bunch of laughs and I came off I was like I'm the I'm great at this went back the next time and just ate it yeah yeah I was blessed with the good set my first set and second set of a real show oh nice so I was two for two and then uh, I mean you are one of the most likable motherfuckers on the planet oh thank you yeah there's just something about you where like an audience sees you and they're just like this guy <laughs> Like we did that backyard show together during the pandemic at that really nice house. And afterwards people were like, who was that guy? I love that which, guy. Which show was Remember that? Remember that crazy nice house in Pasadena that like. 
Oh, yeah. Looked like something out of Parasite. They liked me? They loved you. Oh, wow. I thought I ate shit. <laughs> That's the other part about being a comic. It's like, I thought I bombed. I was like, let's get out of here, babe, to my girl. I had just flown in, too, from yeah. somewhere. And I, I was like, hey, man, I got to go up early. I got to. Yeah. I flew in, drove to Pasadena, got up and I'm, drove home. I can't believe I'm, I'm done doing, doing of, stupid stuff like that. Why do I, we do that? I do it all the time. You in comedy, you're just like, yes. ah, that's yes. future yes. me's problem. So like tomorrow, I got a 6 a.m. flight out of LAX to fly to Florida. I land at 4.30 and then I got to do stand up at like 7. Uh, and it's just like, what am I doing to myself? This tour, <sighs> this tour has been so crazy because I'm getting ready to shoot the special. Yeah. That it's just been like city, city, city every day. And then recently I was just like, fuck it, I can't do this. And I didn't cancel anything, but I was just like, just like drop, I had to drop like a bunch of money to make sure I got eight hours of sleep. Where I was just like, I'm buying a later flight. I don't care what it costs. Yeah. And you just have to do that sometime where you're like, I'll eat it. I don't care. I think it was... Andrew Santino. I just tried to listen to the lessons of uh, OGs, you know? Yeah. And he said, like, it's not worth the money. Just pay it. Yes. Your He's life a- your life and time is not worth the $100, $200. It's 100% true. Just pay it, take the fucking loss, and go home to your cats. Yeah. And girl. You yeah. Know? Like, it's what are you doing? 100% true. Or dogs and husband, whatever you're into. Yeah dog freaks or turtles <laughs> and uh what's it called yeah and now that's where i'm at where i'm just like yeah fuck it and then i also prefer to dr- i know this is crazy but i prefer driving now than more than flying to the gig to the gig if i can drive i'd rather drive eight hours than fly f- like three why i like being in my car i'll throw on an audio book I like the open road. I you can know what? get up when I want to leave. You're right. I'm just imagining LA traffic, and that's not what most <laughs> no. Americans. Most it's wide America open is road. Wide open. Yeah, I I drove from Florida to do American Comedy Company, and then from there I drove to do wait from Florida, Florida, to San Diego to San Diego. Hey, that's more than eight hours, bro. I know that's oh. true. That's a couple of days. But then I drove up here. I did a couple of gigs in L.A. Then I drove to to the Midwest. I did shows in Kansas City and Springfield. Then I drove to New York. Did a bunch of spots in New York. Then I drove back down to Florida. You know, like I've been I doing might a be lot down of that. With that. Because I got to load up a truck full of merch. Yeah, that's what that's Bro, the other I've thing. I've been bringing a body bag of merch <laughs> and just dumping it. That's great. Oh my god, I cannot believe. I haven't got in the shirt game yet. I'm about to get into Hoodies. the shirt game. Hoodies. That's Hoodies. where it's at. Everybody loves a hoodie. Nice. And I the- print on some expensive ass blanks, uh, so the profit margin ain't so good. But that's for my people. Yeah, I same thing. I got pins with my little head on it. Yeah. And they're like 10 bucks each because they cost me like. But if you don't do color, it's cheaper. All this color costs the gang more, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I'm doing one of my head uh, and it's got a post-it note on it and it says my name and loser written out. Yeah. (laughs) And then uh, somebody just made a poster for my show in New Orleans in like a week or two. I didn't even know they were going to do it. It was just like a fan made a cool poster and then just tagged me in it for my New Orleans show. And it's me as the High Life lady, you know, the lady on the High Life bottle. Yeah. Miller High Life, yeah, right? Yeah, 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 yeah The yeah. champagne of beers. Yeah. And they just made that and they just superimposed my face on the ladies. And the fan made shit the best. It's always cooler. It's always the best. You oh. guys know what the fuck you're doing. It's because they, they know what we like and they're just like, he'll like this. Yeah. 
And instead, they took the beer out of my hand and put a microphone in it. Nice. (laughs) Nice. Hey, look at this. Production. He pulled up the whole cast. Oh, look at that. Carlito's way. We got the whole... Oh, Luis Guzman. Who doesn't love... That's who it was. Luis Guzman. Man, that one scene in the pool. The pool, you know, he's in the bathroom. Yeah. Oh, shit. Uh, My favorite Luis Guzman performance is uh, Boogie Nights. My favorite is uh, Out of Sight with Jennifer Lopez and George Clooney. Oh, great He's movie. like, tell me, tell me how you do the magic. Remember when he's getting yeah, arrested? He's yeah, in yeah. handcuffs. He's like, just please. He's trying to like abduct a woman, right? <laughs> yeah. And then he's handcuffed going to prison. He's like, just tell me how, 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 the, how the magic happens. You know, <laughs> she's a, a magician's assistant. Oh, my God. That so might good. be one of my favorite Steven Soderbergh movies of all time. It's a great movie. I didn't even know he did it. Oh, yeah. That was his that. big comeback. He did Sex, Lies, and Videotape, which is one of my all-time. I'm a big movie guy. Sex, Lies, and Videotape, one of my all-time favorite movies. And it's like the perfect movie to be like, if you want to know what it felt like before technology, like before cell phones and all that, watch Sex, Lies, and Videotape. And then Soderbergh uh, had he like... traffic? Yeah, he, he had a, like a period, we'll call it a period in the wilderness where he made a couple of movies that did not go so hot. What were they? Um, one was a co- called Kafka, which was like... A- Great movie. You saw Kafka? I mean, <laughs> uh, yeah. I was going to be like, you're the one. Um, and then he made uh, Schizopolis, which was this weird movie that he kind of started in that was like a He did Godless? Movie. Yeah. He, that was no, the he best was the exec- Western he executive shit I've ever seen in my life. That movie, that series shook me. Yeah. Oh. He executive produced Godless. Um, and then Tony Gilroy, not Tony Gilroy, uh, Tony... That was Jeff Daniels' best work I've ever seen. If you haven't seen Godless and you're into vicious westerns with strong female leads, yeah, that too. It just uh, it's just fucking yeah. insane. Who's the dude who created it? It's not Tony Jeff Daniels. No, if scroll up a little bit real quick. Sorry. What? Yeah. Um, it was Harry. Star- Harry Dunn. No, there's not a creating by. Go up a little more. Lloyd Christmas. We have a TV behind the camera. Yeah, there's TVs behind at. the cameras. Information at our fingertips. This is the full cast and crew link. Yeah, right? hit that bad boy. I think it's Tony Scott. No. Scott uh, Frank. Scott Frank. Yeah. Scott Frank created it. That's two first names. I don't trust him. He's the guy who did Wolverine. He wrote okay, out, I he love wrote him. he I wrote out, back. He wrote out of sight. He wrote out of sight. He wrote Get Shorty. Logan? Oh my god. Yeah. This he, guy's unbelievable. Yeah, this dude's incredible. Minority Report. He he was he's like one of those like big time Hollywood screenwriter dudes. Queen's Gambit. Queen's Gambit. Oh my god, that yeah, was he, a great. He how did a, he make me so wet over chess? <laughs> that book, I don't I, even I, have, I have a pussy and I was like, "Wow." <laughs> I haven't I haven't seen the mini series yet, but I crushed that audiobook driving cross country on the road. I've driven cross country like 6 times during the pandemic. You know what? Maybe I'll start doing that. I'll I'll tell Nah, fuck that. Here's the thing, too. If you do that, the lady can come. You're not buying an extra flight. Yeah, and more merch. More merch. You never have to worry about running out of merch. You just literally load up the trunk. You can bring as much clothes as you want. You're not like, "Ah, I got to pack just this. Like You can wear what you... You You don't have to do laundry at the hotel. I'm a clothes whore. Like, I love clothes, but I only bring extra underwear. Yeah, oh, one man. jeans. One always one jeans. One jeans. Are you doing that in your car or rental car? My car. I got a 2016 Toyota Prius, paid for, brand new with dick jokes. 
Nice. Isn't yeah. that the best feeling I, on yeah. earth? That was one of the greatest feelings ever was buying that car. I have bu- purchased every car I've ever owned outright. Yeah. They're just usually always about 15 years old. I had about... At a, heavy discount. <laughs> <laughs> Mine was new, and I had about a year and a half of payments, but I put the bulk of it down. I put, like, the big nice. chunk. Because I, I had it one, one of them writing jobs at the time. I think that's... uh. Yeah, I've talked about this before, but when I had just have moments of just happiness, I'm like, wow, I, I make money off stand up. It's crazy. It's a dream come true. Yeah, it's still so I wild. I still pinch myself. I know. We're not I, bragging. And I, also, it took us a decade to get here. Yeah, for real. Uh, <laughs> We're probably still bar- barely breaking even from oh, all the money we've th- spent. Get re- getting ready for this special, half of the tour has just been like, well, I'm losing money tonight, but I'm making money tomorrow. So we'll see what happens. Yeah, it's quite nuts. You know, but it's worth it because I love it. I had this thought for the first time. I've been doing this comedy since I'm 20. I'm 38. I had this first thought. For the yet last night as I was going to sleep for the first time, where it's like, oh, there's been people at their jobs the next day or like out with friends, and they've been like, oh, we went to a comedy show last night. This guy had a joke about this and like retold somebody my joke. Yeah. I've never thought about that. Like, like after the show, like that's in people's heads now. Yeah, it's cool. I've never been like, I've had like people come up to me on the street and been like, oh my God, I love this joke of yours. But like, I've never thought like, oh, someone's going to go tell one of my jokes to somebody else. I don't know if I've thought about that possibly. And I just forgot, but it is, it's a mind fuck. It's it's crazy. It's crazy. Yeah. Cause you'll get, uh, you know, uh, texts from friends or, uh, DMs, tweets, you know? Yeah. Especially in the beginning I mean, I still talk about Trader Joe's a great deal uh, on the road, but not so much in L.A. Yeah. But in the beginning, that's all, all I talked about. And then everyone was like, I can't ever look at a Trader Joe's the same again. That's so funny. And I was like, I like that. I like that. It you made and, me happy. You and Gary Goldman should release a split seven inch. Uh, of Trader Joe's Of jokes. Trader Joe's jokes. I love Gary Goldman. Remember when he was tweeting like lessons from stand Oh my God. It was the greatest thing ever. If you're a young comedian. Go to go Gary Goldman. Yeah. Go to Gary Goldman's Twitter and Instagram and just go deep. Like good at good advice. Amazing advice. I was using that advice all yeah. the time. At every level too. Yeah. He's, he's one of those. And he's like also one of the nicest people. Yeah. Like. Getting to like be on a show with him at like the comedy cellar or something. I'm always just like, Gary's in the room. And I, or the other day I like, he like likes or like one of my, you know, videos. And you're just like, Gary Goldman likes a video of mine on Instagram. He's just one of those guys where, and I know he's it's a comics like, comic. He's, he's very, very good. Yeah, man. That HBO special of his is so good. Yeah. Check it out. But not enough about Gary. Yeah. What about his special? Oh. Where's, where's yours going? We don't know yet. I'm doing it. I'm w- doing the same thing. Oh, are you? Yeah. Nice. I'm doing mine with uh, All Things Comedy, Bill's, Bill Burr and Al Magical's company. Yeah. Um, and Mike Bardalino. Uh, Mike, Mike from who's the runs the company. Oh, Billy's backing you again. That Billy boy's the yeah, best. He's he uh, had you on his show on yeah, the Ringers. Yeah, he had me on the Ringers. Which, on Comedy Central. Which Check it out. changed my whole life. Yeah. Like things were going good. I was making a living as a comic. I was opening for a lot of famous people and stuff like that. But like it was the thing that like. Now I'm headlining. It like really it that got me cordon. So like 
I was trying to get on court like late night forever. You know, I had like a five year back and forth with one of the other late night five shows. Five year? Yeah. Hey, uh, hey, just have them on, asshole, whoever you are. <laughs> five years. That's the ultimate. And then, but I learned, Fuck. I will say this. I will say this. I did learn how to do late night from it. You know what I mean? Like making those tapes happen. Okay. And so when the court, like I got the birthing and then I messaged the late late show people and I was like, hey, I got this thing coming out. I'm doing with Bill Burr. Can I come on and promote it when it comes out? And they were like, yeah, we like this set. So it like got me, it helped get me on the late, late show. And that gave me two TV credits, which like. Get you headlining gigs. Yeah. Not as many as you would. I mean, it's helped with this tour a ton. So I'm doing like a lot of like the independent shit like i'm doing like some clubs and like full weekends but like you know like we probably have very similar tours i mean i'm i you know this weekend this weekend i'm listed as a special event which is awesome it's a great club and they treat you well last weekend it was hard to get a bottle of water (laughs) i mean that's That's how it is different sometimes where like i did shows in chicago it was a real struggle to get people out because of the pandemic and stuff like that and then the next night i'm in cleveland where i've been going for years and i'm at hilarities one of my favorite comedy clubs and i sold a lot of tickets and we had a great show it's just weird times, too. Yeah, I, I haven't done hilarities. You hear that hilarity? I was oh, supposed I'll, to. I was I'll, featuring I'll, I'll talk for to Bobby him. Lee, and then his dad died, and oh. I was like, oh, I'm going home. Oh, man. I was just texting with Bobby. Um, he's in Hungary right now making a movie. Oh, no shit. Yeah. Um, but uh, uh, the, yeah, like right now I'm doing like that whole run of the South. Like, oh, I was in New York with you when that happened. Oh, yeah, we were. Yeah, and I was we just... We were ju- hanging yeah. out at the cellar, I think, And he right? texted me, and, and we I was went, like, of course, I love you, brother. I'm so sorry. Yeah. And then uh, I was like, well, I'm going home and not to Ohio. Yeah. Bummer. Yeah. Rest in peace, Bobby's daddy. Yeah. May you rest in power. So crazy. Hey, look, that's the the poster the person made. This. Isn't wow. that cool? That is That's cool. for It's Good Comedy. So, so I'm doing a lot of these right now. Like there's, You're in a dress. Yeah, I know. Mm. I got. You know what's That's funny? Interesting. That's That is how good my legs look. <laughs> um, I do have great legs. It's very accurate. Good I'm, artist. Um, yeah, my, my middle isn't that thin. But we're shooting for it. I've lost 36 pounds. Wow. I know. You yeah. did. Yeah. Good on you, Thanks, brother. Thanks, buddy. Yeah, this sh- pandemic absolutely ruined, debilitated, and killed some people. And then uh, for others... Uh, it not was, so much. It was really <laughs> good for me. It was the thing all these people coming out ripped and losing uh, weight. I'm, I'm not ripped. I mean, my stomach. But still, still, you lost 36 pounds. Yeah, come on. But dude. my stomach still looks like someone dropped a ball of pizza dough on a barbershop okay, floor. It's okay. <laughs> Everybody loves pizza <laughs> when it's cooked. <laughs> they like the flat version of pizza. <laughs> well, I'll, I'll, I. Uh, uh, yeah, so I'm now I'm about to go do like that run of the South. So I'm going, I'm doing some shows in Florida. I'm shooting my special in St. Pete, Florida, on, like which is right outside of Tampa on June 12th. And then I'm going, I'm doing this like run in May. I'm going, I'm doing like. Oh shit, you're doing Tampa with me, right? I think, I don't know. I got to talk to the club. Um, yeah. Because I, I like, I reached out to them, but I don't know what the deal is yet. I'm pretty sure I am. So I, I'm going, I'm doing like fucking, I'm going Mobile, Alabama. I'm driving from Mobile, Alabama to Bryan, Texas. Then I'm doing Austin, Texas. Then I'm doing San Antonio. Then I'm doing Houston. Then I'm doing Lafayette. Then I'm doing Baton Rouge. And then I'm doing 
Oh, then I'm doing New Orleans, then I'm doing Baton Rouge. And that's all in one run. Then I have a day to drive back. Then I fly to Raleigh, North Carolina for a night. My hometown. Yeah. Oh, great. Good nights. Great North club. North Carolina. What the hell is that? Yeah. Remember that one? Who the hell is that? Uh, who sang that? Ying Yang Twins? Petey Pablo. Petey Pablo. That's right. That's that OG that shit. Nobody from North Carolina can forget that song. Petey Pablo. Man, that's old school shit. I yeah. Was, I was getting crunk back then spin spin it around like a helicopter right that's pd pablo <laughs> yeah yeah fabulous fabulous put out good album yeah oh. you're, you're oh oh that, that's you a- uh you're doing the damn thing i'm doing i'm chitlin circuit baby we're running around yeah i know is that a thing is that bad to say now i don't chitlin. know what that i i think that's just the, the uh, southern clubs okay yeah or i guess it might have been the black clubs i don't know but it's the I don't same. Know. I heard it once, and I yeah. just said it now. I apologize if Chitlin's it's bad. Chitlin's food in the south. Yeah, oh, yeah I think we it just know means that. southern. Okay, tour. southern. Yeah, I'm just running around. I got like 30 cities, and they keep adding more. That's what I just. Yeah, this tour was like it was uh 30, like 28 cities in like six in like I'm sorry in like 40 or 30 days. So. I'm going to email the club and we're going to take a pause real quick cuz I'm in my head about it because I messed up about something about oh. Florida dates. Or about yours? Edit time out. 30 you, you, seconds. You want to cut? Uh yeah cuz I forget everything, bro. And and uh Lenochi asked if he could feature for me down there, but like yesterday. Oh no, then bring him. Cuz cuz I'll drive I'll I'm my we finish my we tape my special on the 12th. And you don't need it anymore? I don't need it. Okay. I was just going to do it. He does. Yeah. I was <laughs> just, just kidding. <laughs> okay. Perfect. Uh, I was just going to do it because I was going to be down there, but I think I'm going to drive up to New York because I almost moved back to New York City. And so I bought a bunch of furniture and I got to go pick it up and then drive it out here. Damn. Yeah. Why'd I'm, you choose LA? It's cheaper. And like, I had just like, you know, some industry kind of stuff. Like, you know the you got on some shit i got on some shit like the you know i did that south by southwest show at the improv and the people at the improv are like we would hate to see you move to new york and like i i was just starting to get like two or three spots a week at the improv i get more spots at the store now i was getting spots at yeah the that's factory. how do i get back in i was already in i was yeah. already in i know and things were just starting to like oh my god i was getting multiple spots at all the clubs every week and then the world shut down i had like TV networks talking to me right before the shit went nuts. I had, you know, comedy. I, just, I spit at COVID. That's what I did. Right I know. Now. I had like the 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 guy you'd want to be like, hey, send me some stuff in comedy. Like send him some stuff. Yeah. You know, like all of that kind of. And then he's like, hey, well, just hold on to it for a year. Hit me up in a year. It was kind of that kind of. <laughs> yeah, I know. Thing. It's like I don't even. Oh, whatever. But I'll just, get back but, in. I don't know. You think it's going to stop me. But I will say this, Craig. That break made me realize, and the coming back made me realize how much I love stand-up and how much the other stuff that I thought was important isn't actually important. Where I was just like, I don't care about being famous. I don't care about having shit tons of money. I literally just need enough money where I can live comfortably. And if I can get like 100 fans in 60 cities... And I can just go do rock clubs. That's fine. I don't need to be rich. That's enough to make like eighty thousand a year, seventy thousand a year, and be able to live comfortably as a stand-up. Fuck yeah. Yeah, yeah. I, I'll put out an album every year or two, or a special. Yeah, I want it all. You I, want you want the I arena? Want it all. 
See, I got friends who tour arenas. I got friends who are crazy famous. That's not fun. No, not arenas. That's uh, small theaters. I'd like. Yeah, I'd small like to theaters make it is nice. Small theaters, please. Yeah, twelve hundred theaters. Yeah, twelve hundred to three thousand. Yeah, that's that is the sweet one spot. show. And water's in the green room for you. <laughs> Instead of them being like, what the fuck do you want, Chris? You're the headliner? You want a water? What are you, some kind of prick? You, you know, know this is seven cents to me, right? You, you, you got to pay half price for your chicken fingers. Oh, my God. When they hit you with that, you're like, but I'm the headliner. <laughs> you want to make me feel real bad about myself before I bring joy to the world or to this hundred people in Tulsa, Oklahoma? Oh, were you... Them binge shows? Yeah. Were they rough ones? The shows were awesome. The people were awesome. It was just a treatment uh, from a manager there. No. I guess you don't really want to go back. Not really. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Not when you're treated like that. uh, Just a heads up. Oklahoma City has um, a really nice club called Brick City Comedy Club. Yeah, I'll do that one next time. Very friendly, very nice. And it's the same people who own Tacoma. Tacoma. Yeah, Skyline. I'm doing Tacoma. Yeah. Tacoma, Washington. I'm coming and I hear nothing but great That's things one how of, you treat comics like human beings. They have tons of candy in the green room. Oh, no. They pick you up. They drop you off. They're sweet as pie. One of the best comedy clubs I've ever performed at. I went there with Whitney uh cummings and whitney had to fly back home because of the fires uh and i ended up having a headline the weekend and it was like one of the funnest comedy weekends of my life i think i remember that as it was going down yeah she was saving all the horses it yeah was crazy. that's 100 percent what happened wow. she, was, she like called me and she was like what are you doing i was like nothing i was about to take a nap and she was like you're headlining the rest of the weekend i've ju- i just left i was like okay cool yeah that's gotta be the ultimate best and worst feeling ever where you're like wow oh no like <laughs> well it was it's that funny thing of like i was like great i'm gonna go to the coffee shop right now and just like put together the headline set yeah it, and it, you had to address it up top i imagine they like emailed everybody who was coming and was like hey just so you know whitney had to fly back because her house is about to catch on fire and she has to go like get her yeah i'm sure everyone understood there's every one asshole that's like what the fuck everyone was super cool about it and they were like you you're getting a full refund for your ticket but you can still come tonight for free oh my god and so they st- so the shows were still like almost everyone's, ca- yeah. everyone still came so it was almost completely packed because people get babysitter shit yeah. like that and the audiences were phenomenal they their late shows though i will tell you this are some of the funnest drunkest party crazy crowds i've ever had at hilarities no 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 at tacoma oh tacoma okay yeah. sorry i got confused which one we're talking about Hilar- Hilarities. I, I mean, uh, Tacoma. Well, yeah. I'm coming. I forgot which date, but it's on my website, GregConet.com. Yeah. I have Spokane, Tacoma, and Laugh Seattle. I'm doing oh, a, nice. a Pacific Northwest run and Portland Helium. Oh, shit. That's Wait a, a minute. It might be. That, I don't remember. That, and that might not be announced I yet. forgot. I think it might have just been discussed. Can you pull up my... Yeah, there you go. <laughs> I, love, I don't remember. Click I, tour, full schedule. I love sir. that Portland Helium is one look of my all time. Oh, look at your nice new website. I'm oh, you're Appleton. going to Appleton? You're going to Skyline? I love it. And it's more Royersford. It's not Philadelphia. My bad, Soul Joel's. Uh, New yeah. York, Baltimore. Oh, that's cool. You're doing. I know Soul Joel. I used to do Soul Joel, used to do like stand up competition shows at a totally different loony bin on Staten Island. New York, where I'm from, and me and like Mark Norman used to go do these competitions and stuff like that. They were like crazy. Keep going. 
So Looney Bin had a location in New York? Totally different people. This one okay. was like mob run. Or not mob run. They were run by a guy who happened to also have a vegetable You took me business. to keep, keep... I got Nashville. Zanies, what's up? Oh, June 29th. Nice. Tampa, June 27th. You got to tell Lucy I said, what's up? Is Madrid that the bottom Zanies. of it? She's my favorite. Portland, there it is. There Helium, it is. I got it. Yeah. I got it. Because sometimes you talk with them and then sometimes they disappear. Yeah. And I don't remember which, you know. Oh, you're doing like the one-nighter run. You're doing one night here, one night there. Yeah. One night only. You better come get some. You're hustling. El Paso. That's going to be depressing. <laughs> I've never done that comic <laughs> Just kidding. Trip. I can't wait to come to Texas. I just oh, remember Vegas, I wanted to go right, to Mexico Harris. so bad. And it's Juarez and they say don't go. Oh, really? Yeah. I, uh, I, I, I'm waiting for the day where it's like during this pandemic, some comic had to go, fuck it. I'm just opening up a club in like somewhere beautiful in Mexico or something like, like a resort town. It's, I, it should, it could. It, it someone has to do it. To There's a dude it. from the comedy cellar someone named Ray who has one in Aruba. That. I feel like Jared Goldstein, this good comic, good buddy of mine, just did some shows in Hawaii or I don't remember. Someone just told me this. Yeah, I was just thinking to myself, like, I got to get those don't, don't tell guys to set up a Hawaii don't tell and I'll just go do that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, don't tell. There you go. Kyle. Those guys are the best. I just did those don't tell San Francisco shows. Mwah. Yeah, don't Cole, tell them the Cole setup. Garrett always hooks me up. I do the, so good. the Orange County ones. Yeah, I, I love them. Um, and where else? Oh, I'm about, I'm, ho I'm hoping to go do it. Like, because COVID fucked up. I was supposed to go to Australia. I had to cancel the day of. I was headed to the airport and like, to the headline or to go headline to do I was doing Perth, Melbourne, Sydney. You had an Australia run? I had an Australia run set up and it was three weeks at like the comic strip, the uh, comedy store and the comics lounge and the comedy lounge. That's amazing. Yeah. And we had to cancel it. My second canceled Australia tour, which sucked, but I'm going I'm going to make it happen in 2022. I bought tickets to go to Tokyo. And I'm going to Tokyo, and then I'm just going to stay over there and do an Asia run. I booked shows in Hong Kong again. Uh, what, what, sorry, my that's how my brain works. But what was that pizza joint you took me? That was the best pizza I've ever had. What was it called? Scars. Did we go? Scars. To, did we go to Scars? Yeah, and it was kind of like hood. Like yeah, felt, yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah, Scars. You have the best pizza I've ever had in my life. Boom. Oh, there's your dates, bro. He's got you. Oh no, that's don't tell, baby. Okay. Those guys are the best. I love them. Those are me. Yeah, but plug our tours, bro. Yeah. What are what, you doing? They don't I'm, need I got, any help. I'm doing, do. I'm doing Phoenix, <laughs> don't tell, coming up. That's exciting. That's part of that tour. And then Philly, and then it's the special taping. Um, Where at? What club? St. Petersburg, Florida. It's at this place called Coastal Creative. It's not a club. It's Is like, that where you're from? No. Why'd you choose that? The, so I was living in Florida during part of the pandemic. Yeah. Uh, and while I was down there, I got asked to do a show in St. Petersburg. I drove up. It was this really cool, like, event, warehousey kind of space. I was like, this place is really cool. And they were like, yeah, we're a film and TV production company. And then I was like, man, this place is really neat. And he goes, yeah, wouldn't it be cool if somebody shot a special here? And I was like, it would be cool. And then that's how And it that's kind of how it started to snowball. Like, we were already planning on shooting it, but we were going to shoot it in Saint, uh, Salt Lake City. And then this company was like we'd love to get involved we'd love to help out we'd love to put in equity in the special synchronicity baby yeah. look at that yeah 
I was watching a uh, Tom Petty documentary right there. by Martin Scorsese. Oh, I didn't I know he it was did called Running Down a Dream. But uh, Tom Petty was talking about like strange coincidences. Yeah. Like, like, oh, this guy plays bass. And then like and then just like soulmates and just jam and like stuff like that. And they're like, this guy's a manager. A buddy. This guy's going to Hollywood. And it was like, let's go. <laughs> like, one of my stuff buddy, like that. Just yeah. Kinda, one of my buddies out here is a director. And I was just like. He was just like, we'll make it happen. And I was like, what do you mean we'll make it happen? He was like, we'll make it happen. And I was like, okay. And I, you know Mike Falzone? Yeah, of course. Love him. Love Mike Falzone. Yeah. I was just on the phone with Mike Falzone and I was like, my dream situation would be this. I mean, that would be awesome if that happened. And he goes, so why don't you just ask everybody? And I was just like, yeah, that's a good call. And I like called, or I like called one of the dudes from one of the comedy networks and was like, hey, would you guys be interested in buying a special? And he was like, we'd be very interested in buying a special. So I knew that I had one potential buyer and then I called ATC and they were like, we'd love to help because they were already talking about doing one with me. And then like this guy was like, we'll put up a bunch of the money. Yeah. And it was just like, okay, great. Let's this do it. Sounds lovely. I'll have that. Yeah. I'll take that. I mean, if you want to do one there, that's my goal is to be able to help other comics shoot their specials. So we're going to do mine. And then afterwards, it's going to be like, okay, we've done one. It looks great. We know how to do this now. Like, how can we do this as for, uh, affordably as possible and help as many of our friends out so that they can get specials and albums and put them out? Yeah. And with YouTube and how that can pay off. Big Almost time. bigger than Comedy Central or... Uh, I mean, or on Comedy Central's YouTube, which is what... Or that, too. Mark It's and quite Sam nuts and, that Comedy Central's YouTube is better than Comedy Central's channel. Linear? Yeah, it's hard, you know. It's insane, but it's true. It's, I mean, it, it changed... It turns into ticket sales, and it's so... It's just easier to share. You just tweet us. You can tweet a special. Just doop. Yeah. Text a special. Yeah. Hey, boop. Yeah, send this to your friends. Yeah, no more DVDs needed. I re- I wanted to sell DVDs. You can still do it. I know some comics who still sell them on the road. If you own your own special, why not? Yeah, that's true. Sell it for 10 bucks. People will buy it. 11. 11 bucks. <laughs> make it really hard for you to make change. <laughs> then they'll be like, just keep 20. I'll be like, wow. You're a kind person. I do stickers now on the road. I do the stickers and the pin and the stickers I do pay what you can. And people are fucking generous. I've had a that's lot. That's so smart. I was slinging mad stickers. I was just doing five bucks. Oh, that's nice. But you were selling packs with a couple stickers in them, right? No, I was too lazy to package them up. It was <laughs> like, I was like, I don't want to. I just put them out one by one. That's funny. But if you order from my website, I would package those up. Yeah, I've seen like, those. Yeah, then I'm shipping it. Very presentable. It's got to, you can't just open up an envelope with three loose stickers. <laughs> but if I'm handing you loose, one, one a, loose a, sticker. A package of loose is one of the most disgusting terms ever. If you just put that next to anything, like you just had a package of loose Sounds nuts. delicious. Would you like a package of loose vagina? <laughs> well, that sounds. You can't say that anymore. Why not? I just did. You I just don't know. Did. I just like now you're allowed to still say. I love loose you. pussy. <laughs> <laughs> Lucy goosey. I'm getting silly. Can you tell? I can. Why are you to keep googling like pills right now? What are you doing to me? You know I have ADHD. This guy's googling a Google package of loose. Package a of loose. Package of loose. Oh, just that to see what the images would be. I just see images. I see pills and like drug paraphernalia and Q-tips. And now paper oh, and products. and loose leaf paper. Loose Ooh, leaf. and there's a vinyl pressing of something. Oh, that's my album. That's my jams. <laughs> 
Is that your album? <laughs> no. Oh, it's a Tom Petty album. Oh, this guy's on it. Running <laughs> down a drink. Uh, Did I'm, Scorsese do it? Scorsese? That's um, what I said. <laughs> Scorsese? Peter Bogdanovich. Oh, Peter oh, Bogdanovich. I was way off. No, no you're did. not way off because Peter Bogdanovich and Martin Scorsese were in that same crew of film directors from The Last Waltz. Is that was was that Scorsese? Scorsese's The Last okay. Waltz, which I is miss, one of my all-time favorite movies. It's good about the band. I, I miss, watch it I every my, uh what this guy? I watch a four-hour documentary every Thanksgiving on one of the greatest rock I give bands you of all time. Take a load off, Annie. Take a load for free. The last waltz. It's one of the greatest it, You're rock just and roll an information film. guy. This guy just has data. You got you got like good. If I like, I'm like. I wonder who produced. Blood, sweat, and tears in 1972. I had one phone call on how to be a how to be a millionaire. What's that show called? Yeah, who wants to, to be, be a millionaire? millionaire? You know what I'm talking about. Yeah. And I would call you. I'd be like, he probably would know. Uh, blood, sweat, and tears. No, but if it's something slight, uh, you seem like you're into brass. Are you a brass man? I like brass. Of I'm a big jazz dude. I'm a big Miles Davis, John Coltrane, Lee Morgan. Miles Davis has the most gangster moment in in i just what is that uh when he shot heroin into his balls uh that too no what was that witch's brew bitches oh brew? yeah when the producer like says like was that take one or take two mr davis and he goes what evidence does it make motherfucker <laughs> and he sounded like an alligator with an oh alligator in his throat yeah and then the guy was like okay <laughs> He he he! It got real rough for him. Did you remember that part? Oh yeah, yeah. Make motherfucker. That was his version of. He was trying to make a jazz record that would like get people who were like, because rock and roll was blowing up when that record came out, and he was like the free jazz bebop guy who like reinvented jazz in the fifties and sixties, and then like music was moving on, and he wanted to make a jazz record that would make people like go like oh this is as cool as like that was crazy psych brew. psychedelic rock yeah. yeah yeah it's fantastic four disc four cds yeah it is no joke i listened to all of them that was when i was on weed and now i didn't i seven years didn't check it out and now i'm back and now i'm gonna go listen to it again if if you're gonna do if you want a great live miles davis record miles davis live in tokyo it's yeah one of my all-time and if you're not into jazz just get into it. It's if you're important. Not, if, it's if, important. If you're not into jazz, Miles Davis Kind of Blue is the album that is the gateway drug to all jazz yes. for all people. It is the most popular jazz record of all time, and it's because it's one of the most incredible jazz records of all times. And then if I'm going to recommend a second one, which is a little bit more hip and fun and funky. Herbie Hancock? I was going to say Miles Davis Sketches of Spain. Okay. I also like Herbie Hancock, too. Um, and if you want some like, also P, if you want to get into jazz, the PBS documentary jazz is like 10 parts long, but it's the coolest thing in the world. <laughs> I, guy. when I drank, when I used to be a drinker, that's what I used to just do. I probably watch part of it. I remember just yeah. learning way too much about Chet Baker and I'm like, Oh yeah. I was like, Oh what? yeah. It's like, They're all just heroin addicts using women for money. Pretty much for, <laughs> for, at one point in their life at one point. 
Uh, it's called Watch Jazz. It's a Ken Burns flick. Yeah. Ken Burns. I love God Ken bless you. He's even on the iPhone. He's an effect in the videography when you edit your iMovies. Yeah. You hear that, kids? Yeah. Ken Burns made it to your little cancer thumbs. I stole that from Bill Burr. He said it in a special once, and I've been saying <laughs> it ever since. It's a good line. That's a great line. Get your little cancer thumbs. God damn it. I fucking love that guy. He's so funny. He's so funny. The first time I ever met him, I was already booked to be on the show. And I he like picked me out of like a bunch of tapes. You know what I mean? And I went up to him. I was like, hey, I just want to say I'm, I'm JF. Thank you for doing having me on your show. I'm so excited to do it. And he goes, yeah, I know who you are. You're funny. Yeah. And I was just like, oh, cool. This <laughs> oh, is <shit>. both... The, <laughs> One yeah. of the most complimenting moments of my life and most terrifying. It's yeah. like, you're saying something nice to me, but it's still kind of scary. And then... Uh, He's so sweet. You said a story, and I'm gonna, I remembered that I'm going to make you tell again to me at a green room, where you were just in a photo, and it was like a bunch of other... Bill Burr and other famous comics. Oh, yeah. And you could tell the other famous comics didn't want you in no, the photo. No, I won't say they didn't want me in the photo, but it was very nice. They were like, let's take a photo... And it was like Carrot Top and Bill Burr and like Sal Volcano from the Jokers and uh, Steve Byrne. And like, you know, like I'm not, I'm low man on the totem pole in yeah. that one. I'm the only one who hasn't been able to sell out a theater, you know? And Bill was like, come on, we're taking a photo. Yeah. And he like pulled me into the photo and make sure I was in the photo, which I thought was very sweet. Yeah, that's, Instead just, of the, just, that's like, just the kind of guy he is. Yeah, he was like, yeah, it doesn't He's have like, to. He's like, oh, you're a comic. I don't yeah, care what level you are. You're going to be in the comic photo. That's how I tr think you should treat every other comedian. And that's how I try to treat every comic who opens for me. You know what I mean? I try to do the, hey, we're on the road. Let's go get coffee. I'll buy you lunch and let's talk about your act. Like that's yeah, but then some of the comics you're like you are a dark cloud of negativity. <laughs> you stay away. Well, that's when you stay in the. You go. I gotta work out. It's been rough. I gotta go to sleep. Uh, last coffee I got with you made me want to kill myself. So I'm going to <laughs> sleep in tomorrow. Sleep in. I I got I got sick. You had oh. some rough openers on the road recently. <laughs> no, no, no. I actually have been very lucky, uh, and I can't think of any. Horrible experience. I've, I've just some newer comics, but everyone's yeah. nice. Yeah, everyone's nice. I, yeah. I, 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 oh, one guy I already talked about. Oh, though. there it is. Yeah, look, is that me cut it? That's me cut out of the photo. <laughs> oh my God, that's so funny. Okay, speaking of that, I have a similar story. I have it on mine, though, where I'm in the photo. That's funny. That's me cut out of it on Reddit. That's so funny. Somebody on Reddit cut me uh, on a Bill Burr Reddit thing, cut me out of the photo. I, uh, <laughs> are you on Sal's side or Carrot Top's side? I was on Sal's side. Dude, that's so funny. That's so funny. That um, was like one of the funnest nights ever. We were just all in Vegas. We all went and saw Elton John. Oh my God. Yeah, of course. Yeah. And then we sat around and smoked cigars and talked about... Uh, me, Bill, and Caratop talked Dude, about. Isn't the it news. crazy? Of, of all the amazing, like you're, uh, you've been on uh, Bill Burr's Comedy Central presents The Ringers, you know. But, yeah. But going to Elton John and hanging out with comics was probably way more fun. Well, than that. that was one of the funnest. Like it was just like a boys' weekend. Bill was playing the Link. Caratop had the night off too. He has like a residency there, and it was like me, Sal, uh, Steve Byrne, Joe Gatto from the Impractical Jokers. Uh, Chris Stefano. There was just like a bunch of oh, us. Oh, yeah. Just it was killer. just like a great guys weekend. So I have a photo. 
I mean, I, I don't even know which photo it was because I never was in it. But I, we, I was just standing against the wall at the comedy store. But it was like heavy hitters, you know? Yeah. I don't even know who it was, but it was just, it was like Rogan, Diaz, just comedy store paid regulars. But I was standing next to them. And then uh, Troy Conrad's. The best. The best. He's a great photographer. And uh, you're not, I don't even know when this was, bro. Anyways, uh, I was next to them and then he went to take a photo and I was like, oh, I'll get out. But then I was like, you're already here. It was just weird. And I yeah. panicked. I was like, I'm just going to stay here. And then maybe I'll be in the photo. Because I was like, if I stay, it's kind of weird. I'm not in their echelon. And if I leave, I'm a bitch, though. I feel like, a, yeah. you know, I was like, I'll that, just stand I mean, here. That's one of and the funny things. long thing, story short, I wasn't in the photo. That's funny. That's, oh, you weren't <laughs> in the photo. <laughs> no, no. I think like a pinky was in it. Or That's like, funny. I have like, yeah, in that back hallway, sometimes you're just in there and you just end up like, there's one, I remember like there was one of me, David Spade and Whitney. And I like, we were just like standing yeah. around bullshitting. And, and then like Whitney reposted it and I like reposted it from her. And then like people in my in like my girlfriend at the time's family were freaking out because I was in a photo with David Spade. Yeah, <laughs> it's know? crazy. Like, oh my god! You're like, well, yeah. When we're at the store, it's, we're just hanging out. Yeah, it's coworkers, man. It's fucking bananas. Yeah, yeah. There's uh, who is it? Keith uh, Johnson is in Dave Chappelle's uh, headshot photo. Because Dave Chappelle's a G like that too. Yeah. I, I believe it was Troy was taking the Fish Islands photo of oh, Dave yeah. Chappelle, and he, and he had the whole and he hallway had line whole hallway lined up. And then they were, someone said like he went like sh like someone said should we clear the hallway so it's just you? He's like no 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 it's, it's these comics these people you know yeah and uh, yeah it's like Dean and Del Rey and Keith yeah I love Troy Troy yeah Troy took a bunch of really nice photos at that Bill Burr thing too. Oh look there's Punky it's her birthday. Happy birthday, Punky. Or it was the other day. Congrats on SNL. Man, she's been killing it on there. I'm so happy for her. She's one of the nicest people, too. She did that Burr thing with me. Um, we filmed the same night. It was awesome. Love you, Punky. She is so fucking funny. She is. Um, crazy thing about Punky is during the protests on Fairfax and over there when they were first day where they were popping off, and uh, they, you met at Pan Pacific Park, remember? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I almost just climbed up this uh, backstop to a baseball field. And yeah, just yeah. was Because I saw people stand up there, and I was like, I'll go stand up there. But I went by myself. I was like, no, I don't know them up there. I'll, 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 you know, grow up. You know, yeah. you've done that your whole life. Like, you don't need to do that. It's not your shit, you know? Yeah. And then come to find out, I watched Punky Stories later, and it was her up there. Oh, no and I would have climbed up and been like, Punky? <laughs> and I regret that. I mean, I was like, fuck, I could have stumbled upon you on the top of a baseball backstop during a protest. A little bit of a riot, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And, I love uh, that Pan Pacific Park. It's the only park where you can do stand-up co comedy outside of the Holocaust Museum. So I didn't know that. And then, uh, so this is the thing. There's a show at Pan Pacific there's Park. There's a couple of them now. There's I think a there's few. like 20 of them. There's but there's a really good one called Comedy Rhetoric. Yeah, it's, it has a built-in amphitheater. So it's just like seats in a little, you know, amphitheater. And it has decent acoustics. But it's right next to the Holocaust Memorial Museum. It and at 6 p.m., when the show starts, it turns into Robocop. 
Yeah, Did you it, get that? I've I've been I've been doing sets where it does that like exit the area. Yeah, exit. I got heckled by Holocaust RoboCop security. Yeah, and I was like, "What's that?" And I was like, and they told me, and I was like, "Oh, I I don't know what to say to that." Yeah, and I was like, "Well." All right, maybe I'm not gonna do these park shows anymore. I mean, that for me, that was like one of the best ones when things started to reopen because they were getting like sixty to hundred people at it, and they were letting me do it like almost every week. And I like right after like things, there was that six week window where we could do the comedy store through the glass window. Oh God! Every night. I did it. Oh, yeah. I was doing it five, six nights a week. I loved it. I mean, You're it, nuts. It, this guy's too positive. <laughs> You're in literally comedy prison. I performing I, through a plexiglass. I, I, I will say this. I loved it in the sense of like I hadn't seen any of my friends for seven months. Okay. And well, yeah. Five but nights that's a still week, not... I could sit in the back patio of the comedy store, bullshit with other comics. I had just gone through a breakup. So it was right. Yeah. I remember chopping it up with you. Yeah. We both did the window. Yeah. Remember? And we, yeah, I remember you're living out of your garage. Yeah. That's probably when you booked me for your house show at the. Yeah. A hundred percent. And I, and I was just like constantly writing new shit and doing stand up through the window at the store. And it was five nights of the week and two nights of the week. It would be terrible. One night it would be eh. one night it would be like, that was okay. And then one night it was like, that was great. And when you were able to get them and like kill or not kill, but like do really well through a glass window and you're doing new jokes, there was like, you felt like he man. You were like, I am the master of the universe. I did good once (laughs) and it wasn't enough. I was doing it enough that I kind of like learned how to do it. I don't want to learn that skill. Skill. That's not, that shouldn't be a necessary, there should never be like, okay, okay, you, you get decent at stand up. Now we want you to perform to people facing the opposite direction, through. talking to their friends, enjoying drinks on a patio through a fucking plexiglass window and you with can o- writing on it. Yeah, and you can only hear, of, hear them half of the time if the mic's pointed correctly. Yeah. No, thank you. That should. I know. You know what, man, though? I will say that was like one of the funnest periods of my life. I was living in that garage. I was like going for two hour walks every day during the pandemic. And then like me, you, Laura Bites, Stephen Fury uh, and a handful of other like comics would just be out on the back patio every night just doing it at the store. Were you in the room when Fury was just eating shit? Oh, my God. Oh, no, that was Jessica Michelle Singleton. Fury, I love you, and you're a great comic, but I watched you die at that window, and (laughs) we were cracking up. Who was I with? Probably Laura, because Laura was there every night. Yeah, and we were just cackling. He was just bailing on every joke. He's like, oh, what's the point? (laughs) (laughs) And nobody's listening to me. That's a good Fury, too, because his cadence (laughs) is so funny. Handicats. Oh, funny comic. Check him out. He's been on the pod. I was on his pod. I don't know if he messed up. It hasn't came out yet. The world of drugs. Yeah, I'm sure it's dropping soon. Okay. What did you stack? 50 episodes, Fury? You're a beast, man. You guys see what he does on his birthday on his Instagram? Yeah, he gets Venmos for For how drunk he gets. Yeah, I sent him him money for the past two years. He also has this great move to stop himself from over drinking. He stays with he makes them bring him limes. And he puts them on the cup, and when the cup is completely filled with limes, he can't drink anymore. He physically can't drink anymore, and then he's not allowed to drink anymore. How many drinks is it? I don't know. Probably like eight or nine, knowing him. He likes to drink. He's a partier, that fury. Me and him are going to, when I move back out here in July, we're going to start a podcast together. It's going to be called The Not Brothers Brothers, because everyone thinks we look alike. Oh, yeah? Yeah. That's so funny. Yeah. 
and he'll be sipping and you'll try to guide him to the to the light. Yeah. And I'll try to bring him back to the weed. To, to the dark side. <laughs> Steven's never going to get off the weed. No, that's uh, fine. That's fine. Weed saves your life. Unless it ruins your life. I'm pro-legal marijuana as a sober person. I think it should be legal. I think it's way less dangerous than fucking drinking. Absolutely. Uh, uh, the great Woody Harrelson said, if uh, weed were legal... There would be a lot of uh, hungry fathers instead of angry fathers. <laughs> that is a great joke. Can we take a minute? That's not a joke. That's a statement. That, that's a great a statement. No, 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 no. I was going to say, I was. can we take a second to talk about how great Woody Allen, uh, not Woody Allen, sorry, wrong one. He's not great. <laughs> Though I loved his movies growing up as a Get child. Get him. He's like, <laughs> burn him at the stake. Woody Harrelson, I was going to say. Woody Harrelson American is my treasure. favorite. Me too. White Man Can't Jump, one of the greatest movies of all time. Do you know his father was a hitman? What? what? And his father was uh, speculated to be involved in the assassination of JFK. And he was about to start speaking about it. And as soon as that happened, all of a sudden he was murdered in prison. You didn't know this? You're Mr. Information. No. No disrespect, Woody Harrelson. I love you. Uh, and I, I, I'm, I, I'm just, it's just history, man. Does, Your dad was gnarly. Has Woody Harrelson talked about this? Woody, Woody Harrelson should play his dad killing JFK in a movie. Yeah, that would be uh, pretty dark in his... Uh, <laughs> Probably not where he guy. wants to go with his career. Yeah, there he is. Whoa, handsome man, too. Yeah. Yeah, he killed a federal judge. Yeah. Whoa. That's yeah. wild. You learn something new every day. I'm sorry, Woody. I mean no disrespect. It's not disrespect. That's I, history. Yeah, that's why. I love you, though. Uh, Woody is the best. I watched him on Cheers as a child with my father. My favorite sitcom of all time. It's, it's great. The, in my opinion, the greatest sitcom of all time. If you ever get the chance to read the pilot script, greatest pilot script of all time. I would sing... Uh, the intro song where everybody knows your name you, with you ever, my cousin swimming in a jacuzzi swimming and getting the world pool we'd, <laughs> we'd sing cheers and get it going We're like hey. it's just so funny because a whirlpool is not big at all to get a world i mean a, a hot tub is not big at all to yeah, get a world yeah i know it's know. so funny you're you're a nino in uh, lomita california we were singing that cheers one of the Things I, I have very few regrets in my life, very few. But one of the biggest regrets in my life is one time I was in Boston and I was walking past the bar that Cheers is filmed in, like that's the exterior. And you didn't Cheers. go in? No, not that I didn't go in. I asked the lady out front, hey, what's my name? Oh. And I and immediately said to her, I'm so sorry. Okay. <laughs> you immediately acknowledged it. I immediately, like the second it came out of my mouth, I was just like, oh, I'm a piece of shit. I'm so sorry, miss. And, and I saw her face go like this motherfucker, like every person. Yeah, it's just, it's when uh, the audience member goes, oh, you're a comic or a human being? Uh, tell me a joke. Right. You did that. And, yeah. then you, and I have had that happen. Tell me a joke. Oh, that's bad, isn't it? Isn't it? And then I'm like, yeah, it's kind of the worst. They're like, oh, I'm so sorry. And it actually made me laugh wholeheartedly. And it totally switched it yeah, from like, God damn it. Yeah. Do you have a go to for that? A uh, man walks into a bar, says, ow. Oh. I do I, like street jokes. I usually uh, say no. <laughs> 
or sometimes I go, I don't know. I, if I'm in a bad mood, I go, fuck, you know, just like, <laughs> no. And sometimes I'll give them one. And I'll say, why do bunnies not make noise when they have sex? Why? Because they have cotton balls. That's pretty good. <laughs> I love them. You a can't bu- hear them <laughs> slapping, you know? <laughs> cotton balls. I love a good street joke. I told that on stage uh, for some weird reason. I think I've done it twice in 10 years. And that shit murdered. Wait, you wrote that? I didn't write uh, it. I heard it when I was nine years old on the <laughs> playground. And it never left my brain. Oh, man. And I've said it twice on stage where it just kind of, you know, when shit yeah, just yeah. like it just it just enters your brain. You're yeah. Like, Fuck it. I'll say that. It's funny. You know, it's, I say I didn't write it, though. That's so funny. I, I know one or two other comics who like are like tell like right at the end of their act on the road. I've seen where they're like, OK, I don't want you to go out of here and try to tell my jokes because you're going to fuck them up. So I'm going to give you a joke that you can go to the office and tell on like Monday. And then they tell like a street joke. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's it, uh, I don't know. I, I, I think it's just funny that I heard that like on the playground at Victor Elementary in Torrance, California, which means you went and to- it never left my brain. And that's what I tell them. I mean, I'm like, I remember probably, probably the first sex joke you heard. And it was also like a cute sex, joke. like a funny, yeah, somewhat appropriate sex joke yeah. to be floating around the playground, which is so funny. Cause where I went to school in New York city, it was all like Polak jokes. I didn't, you know, what's crazy when I learned Are you that to joke, say Polak is Polak a slur. Now? I don't know. Better Polish, hope, better hope you're Polish, um, Polish jokes. They would tell all Polish jokes. I've heard my Polish friends say I'm a Polak before. I don't know. I just please uh, don't cancel me, Polish people. They get you. They get you. I don't even remember if I understood that joke when I learned that joke. You know when you yeah later you're like oh that's a dirty joke yeah like I watched Goonies my whole life and the dick breaks off the little statue. Oh my god! It's and then the one of the kids said it's your mom's most. One of the kids said it's your mom's most favorite part. Maybe and and someone said be here if it wasn't. Wouldn't be here if it wasn't. Yeah, Yeah. I didn't get that at all. I would quote that as a kid. We knew the whole script. Me and my sisters. Yeah. And then later I'm like, oh, you just said his mom loves dicks. Yeah. And And in a Groucho Marx voice. Yeah. And it's so weird. And now it hits even harder. Yeah. (laughs) Okay. That's one of my all-time favorite movies. Has that clock been there the whole time? It has been there the whole time. How long (laughs) have we been rolling? We've been rolling... uh, An hour. An hour and six minutes. Oh, an hour and six. Perfect. Perfect. My watch must I like how you have a clock that's a a foot, a foot and a half by eight inches, and I just barely still... Oh, yeah, that I makes stole sense. it from a Epics comedy special that I worked on in August. <laughs> Beautiful. Nice. You hear that, Epics? It's too late. Ain't Production that shut shit down. Back. The, the director wow. gave it to me. Oh. Was that all, cooler when you... What, was that all those cool half hours they did? It was um, Unprotected Sets 2. Yeah. Here's the thing. Big shout out for some Unprotected sex Sets people. Uh, Mike Vecchione did one. Yep. Kyrie Shabazz did one. Kyrie's hilarious. Kyrie's one of my all-time yeah. favorite people. We did the ringers together. Uh, Amy Miller did one, and Chelsea Cook did one. And 20, I know, 20 other I know 20 other Amy so and Chelsea. Those are just the only four people. I don't know I the first two. You don't know Kyrie Shabazz? Dude. Probably. Oh, man. Kyrie Shabazz is hysterical. Is he's he in got New York? Good, no, he's here. He's, uh, he is was, he new he, to here? 
Uh, I think he's been here a little bit, uh, maybe like a year or two. He was a Bay Area guy who moved down. Big dude. He's like really big guy. Um, I don't think I've ever worked with him. Oh Can you pull my him up? God. He is one of the funniest motherfuckers. You know when you... Uh, that's not him. That's not him. There's two Kyrie Shabazz? Type in Kyrie Shabazz comedian. Yep. Um, I love this dude. He's originally from Cleveland, started in the Bay Area. I'm not spelling Kyrie the right way. It's K. Uh, I'm dyslexic. Take away the E, the two E's. There oh, you go. Yeah, That's it with the Y. Yeah, there he is on the Ringers. There he is on the Tonight Show. That dude. That dude, dude is funny as hell. He's got a bit of about working at Del Taco that will just make you pee your pants. Yeah. Lovely. I, I have not worked with this man. Oh, man, he's so good. I'll put When I get back in July, I'm going to start an outside show. And we'll put you guys on the same show. And then I'm Mike on. Vecchione is like New York City OG legend. He's been on like... That name sounds ton, very ton, familiar. He's like a, just a comedy seller staple. And he's been on like The Tonight Show a bunch of times. I need to get in at that comedy seller. Oh, it's the shit, baby. Oh, yeah, I know that guy. Yeah, yeah, he was in uh, King of Staten Island. Yeah. Hey. I love him. So funny. He was, He gave me one of the... You know how comics sometimes when you're like... People pass on little pieces of comedy advice that they've heard or like little things that they yeah, like. Yeah, I love it. I love it. Fly Mike, on the wall, baby. I listen. Mike Vecchione gave me one of the best ones ever, which was a Jerry Seinfeld one, which is um, live like a monk, train like an athlete. I just mm. felt like that was good. Live in peace and solitude. Yeah like, yeah, like keep it really simple every day. But when you're like doing your stand up, treat it like you're going to run an, a marathon, you know, like train for it. I don't train. I just give it all I got, which I guess is that. Yeah. I'm just like, I just want to make these people but you laugh. S- yeah, but you sit down, you write, you do shit like that. No, <laughs> kind of wing it up there. Just kind of wing it from the hip, boys. I don't want to do homework. I hate homework. What am I? What am I gonna write notes down? Yeah. Yeah, you're probably right. Yeah. I should do that. Very, I'm doing myself a disservice. <laughs> Son of Especially a. Especially if you're gonna start smoking weed again. Yeah, it's very hard. I had I had to write my set list down. Sometimes you eat an edible and you forget, you know? Yeah, especially when you're doing over an hour of comedy. And two shows a night. That second show, I'm like, what have I said so far? I don't remember. That's why you got to do the training, And I shuffle baby. the deck and it's different every time. And I don't even... It's very, very... Oh, I make I it way sh- harder than I need I don't need shuffle to make the it. deck. I shuffle it for no reason at all. I shuffle it. It often messes me up. I shuffle in the short sets. Yeah, short when set. I'm doing an hour, an hour, ten, and ten minutes. An I could shuffle. 20. I could. Sh- I could shuffle, shuffle all day, doing fifty minutes, <laughs> two shows a night. Some yeah. of these suckers are making me do three, and I'm like, oh, by the third one, I'll be like, I don't know. Oh, how, I, on a third, I don't know what I have said. Every comedian has done the. Have I said this before during the third show? I've repeated three. a joke twice in a row before on a three show Saturday. I repeated a joke twice in a row, two times now, and it doesn't hurt any less. <laughs> I go, oh, I said that, didn't I? And they go, yeah. I was like, whew, oh, it's hot up here. They get it. Oh, sorry about that, San Antonio. <laughs> LOL? No, the rock box. Oh, nice. I'm doing the blind tiger. Which is the cool. I'm supposed to be doing LOL. and uh, It's a nice time. Houston Improv soon. Kevin, who manages LOL in San Antonio. Great guy. Yeah, he came into my show at the Rock Bar. Oh, nice. See, that's what I mean. Like, 
you know that's what i said i was like wow that was really nice of you he's man. The, he's the best I, I like same thing sam at hilarities in cleveland the best like there's just those lucy zanies and yeah Asheville, some of these the clubs just treat you like family it's the best experience ever and, and i say all the time it's like if i ever get to the point where i'm doing theaters what is that face i'm is that like the then there's man? the others <laughs> so, uh, for the audio listeners at that timestamp, it's you might want to watch the video Craig's having a small seizure. That's because some of them treat you so good, nice. It, oh, and, and it then others, take you're like, much. "What did I? Did I? Did I kill your stepson? Did I kill someone? Did in your I family? run over your dog? Did I do something bad to you? What happened?" And it's just they hate, com- which is weird because if you hate comedy, maybe don't work at a comedy club. Yeah, I don't know. I can't. I can't tell you. I don't run and own the joint. I just know. Some managers and owners and operators treat you very, very, very well, and some treat you very, very bad. And I can't wait to not have to go back to, to the, the bad, bad ones. ones. Like, I know that nope. feeling. I know that you were feeling, awful man. to me. You were horrendous. Not only were you not even decent to me, you were negative. Yeah. You made me feel bad about myself while I'm visiting a strange place. I'm a visitor in your home, essentially. Yeah. You made me feel real awful. Yeah. I'm just going to say it because I can't even say what had happened was in Tulsa, Oklahoma. By the way, the shows and the audience and the people were fucking amazing. That's what sucks. The shows and the people were awesome. Yeah. But the treatment from the management was so bad to where I was going uh, to my merch. You know how you go to get a T-shirt of merch out of your out of your uh, suitcase to hold on stage to sell your merch. Yeah. That's I was back there where I had been selling. This is the last night. Uh, uh, Wednesday to Saturday, two shows Saturday. This is right before I'm about to take the stage. I go to my suitcase and there's, and I get out the merch and then I put it on my shoulder. I go to the corner, the dark corner, and I'm waiting to go on. I'm right about to go on. And the manager comes up to me and she goes, uh, I, the show's going on, so I can't really hear it. You hear the, the laughter. Yeah, you know? through the. And she said something like in my ear, you know, quietly, like, uh, Looney Ben shirt, you know, and I, and like uh, I, I what I had heard was, would you like a Looney Ben shirt? And I said, yes, I, I would love one. Thank you so much. I'll take a large. And then she said, no. Did you take a Looney Ben shirt? And I was like, what? I was like, oh no, this is my merch. I'm, I hold it on stage so I can sell more merch. And then she walked away, and I was like, oh. She just accused me of stealing a t-shirt. A $2 t-shirt. A $2 t-shirt two minutes before I'm going to the stage. And as it dawned on me what happened, I, of course, just go. And I'm like, oh, my God. Yeah. I thought I was getting a gift. And then I go to her at the bar, and uh, there was several employees there. And I was like, uh, you know, I realized what happened, and I was passive aggressive. I was like, yeah, I'll take a shirt. I would love a large, please. You know? Yeah. I really appreciate that. And she's like, no. And I was like, oh, what do you mean? And then and she's like, shirts are $10. I was like, oh, so you were accusing me of stealing a shirt. And I was, she's like, that's not what I said. I was like, well, then what did you say? What did you say? <laughs> and then she's like, ah, and she just wouldn't answer me. And then, uh, and then I had to go perform for an hour. And how was that? And I was so angry, angry and in my head, time. and I still did the damn job. And I didn't address it. I just plowed through but for 30 minutes of 50 minutes i was thinking about what just happened and then 
after that, I think she realized she fucked up because she was very apologetic to me and uh, and this, this and that. And then even her staff, the ones that witnessed it, they all apologized on her behalf. They're like, I'm so sorry. Our manager, they called her a bitch. They said, I'm sorry, our manager is a bitch. Out of her own staff's mouth. That's crazy. And to me, and uh, I was just like, damn. Like, And I did well. Like We had packed shows. Everyone's had good shows, good openers, uh, Mike and Joe, and, and we're all selling merch. Every, it was a good goddamn time. Other than the treatment before that, she made it very hard for us to get waters before our performance. Uh, it, it was all weird. It's like I had to have a talk with her on how like to give me water and how to not accuse me of being a thief. <laughs> Those were the conversations I had with the management at Tulsa Looney Bin. And normally I don't like to throw shade like this, but it just really rubbed me the wrong way. you know. Yeah. And I was like, fuck it. Yeah. I don't want to go back. So yeah. there it is. <laughs> Alyssa, you're the only reason I am not coming back to Tulsa Looney Bin. Wow, went full blast. Name it I didn't all. give her last name. Yeah. But she knows who she is. The staff knows who she is. And there's one other person. I don't know who it was, but there's one rat there. Because the rat said, Craig, the headliner's grabbing a shirt. Yeah, I was grabbing my own fucking shirt out of my own suitcase in the corner that I've been the whole weekend selling my merch. So it wasn't like I was yeah. doing anything out of character you know yeah. like i'd been back there the three or four nights prior just so i got one rat your own and a, and a dumb fuck <laughs> yeah i said it i don't give a fuck the audience is your fire i'm sorry to my fans take that up with the management at the loony <laughs> bin <clears throat> now they're gonna be getting messages it's unreal and well, I, mean, I cut I mean, to this weekend they're like what would you like in the green one when you arrive yeah and i'm like uh, just water. Yeah. That's all I need. That's all I ever need. Water. Yeah. It's, it's funny as a comic who doesn't drink on the road, they're just like, you just want water, water. Yeah. It's like, water. yeah, I'm easy. I might, I might get some, if you have a salad, I a, might get a that. case of this, a case of cheap water. Yeah. $4. I'm good the whole weekend. That's all I need. That's not cheap water. You take <laughs> <laughs> fucking plastic. Yeah, so that's what I dealt with this weekend. And I was like, that's so unfortunate because minus her treating me like a piece of shit, it was fucking awesome. Yeah. It was awesome. I've never been to Tulsa, Oklahoma. I had a fucking blast. Yeah, cool town. Yeah. What you guys get into? Not much. Oh, we saw Mortal Kombat. Uh, to be honest, we got real high and just get laughed, just cackled. <laughs> <laughs> We just, uh, yeah, we had a blast. It's just cackling like dumb high school. Just too high. Yeah. Just too high. We we did a fire drinking kombuchas. Nice. A fire? Yeah, they they put you up at a house. Woo! No. <laughs> There's some comedy condos. Very, very nice. nice. Very nice. That one, not, not so, so nice. much. Zany's nice comedy comedy. I won't speak of the house as I did of the management because yeah. the house didn't do me wrong like that. Yeah. But let's just say if it wasn't for the two gentlemen I was staying with and the and the silly goose time we had, I would have opted up to a hotel. Yeah. I'm trying to think what else. Nice house though, just needs a little lipstick and rouge, just a little 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 remodel. Yeah. Uh, side splitters, I don't know if you're staying in the condo there. Nice condo. They can't can't wait. That's yeah. the thing. I stay on them if they're good or bad. I'm just like, ah, save just a lot to, of money. Yeah, get the extra money. Too. Yeah. 
Well, I know uh, I'm just thinking in my head, like my managers probably aren't happy with what I just said. <laughs> I mean, you can edit that part out if you want. I don't want to. I don't want to. I want the people to know. I get it, baby. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's also like, uh, I don't want to be the... The the jibber jabber? That just like... Well, it's also what? because of the fact that you still have like three more weekends on the road at Tulsa it, with Looney Bins. Yeah. Well, but maybe Hope the be- manager gets the memo to not accuse me of being a thief. To and be- gives me a water. To be fair, though. I got nothing. I look like a thief. <laughs> no. You know what's funny? After the weekend, I almost stole one out of spite. <laughs> I was like, you know what? That I'm going to just move. fucking take one. And then I just couldn't even do it. Well, the, here's the thing. I you was like, been, ah. You would have been stealing it to not wear it. Yeah. That's the thing, too. I, I like collecting all the I have club all, shirts I and s- i wear them on uh to work out on podcasts yeah that's what i do so too. you should have given me one and it would have been free publicity and promotion i got instead i slander you for poor treatment as a human being <laughs> what, what's your favorite one if you had to uh, pick a punchline hoodie because they're the Ooh. only club that has given me a hoodie oh that's nice denver comedy works gives you a hoodie nice and i had one and i, I lost it in a move I but, guess Brody Stevens comedy store shirt from his funeral. Actually, I take that back. That's not a comedy club shirt, but it was given to me by the comedy store. Yeah. And it was uh, so that one. I almost don't like wearing it because I want to make it last as long as yeah, possible. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Should have took two. The comedy seller does a gay pride uh, one for the for pri- for uh, the fest. And that's yeah. a cool one. So it's like the seller logo, but it's a rainbow. All right, we're going to get to the nitty-gritty because I know we both have a lot of a lot of things to do. I got to go drop off a modem at the Spectrum store today. I got to drop off uh, Driving on Mushy's clip to a friend so they can edit like a commercial for, nice. for ads. Coming in hot, baby. I'm, I'm getting c- professional. I'm- Anyways, you know how I roll. I don't know if you remember or not, but towards the end of my podcast, there's just a couple questions. Let's do it. Any, I do not remember. Any... uh. Any bad event uh, that got made you a better person? Uh, yeah, the the drinking from thirteen to twenty nine, or my marriage. <laughs> yeah, yeah, those things that got you sober. Got sober and got divorced. Two greatest things that ever happened to me. Nice. And then the final, the great human equalizer. Uh, when have you shit your pants in adulthood? I haven't shit my pants in adulthood. Oh, come on. And you drink is, a lot of coffee. I drink bro. a lot of coffee, which is crazy. But recently, while driving cross country uh, in Albuquerque, New Mexico, I had to take a shit in a garbage bag in the woods. That's pretty good. Yeah. Plastic or paper? Uh, it was plastic. It was also a clear plastic bag, not the oh. one you want to be doing. Uh, produce uh, or <laughs> double handle? <laughs> it was. I. It was like a normal clear because I had a small garbage can in my house, so it was one of those. And I brought it just as like for extra trash in my car. It was a place that I stayed that was called Pack Out, and I don't know shit about camping. It literally means you have to take your shit out with you. You can't leave shit in the woods. Did you bury it or take it with you? I took it with me. I actually put it in. I took the clear bag, put it inside of a Trader Joe's bag, and then dropped it. Paper. Paper. Nice. Yeah. Oh man. So it was a it was a double bagged Duke in the middle of the woods in Albuquerque. Well, New that's Mexico. not something you want to spill. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I shit in a bag. Uh, when I was a kid, I was maybe like eleven or twelve. I remember my 
my one of my childhood friends, his mom took a shower before the beach. And she said, does anyone need to use the bathroom? I didn't know she took like 45 minute showers, dude. And also it just was like, why are you getting ready to go to the beach? And now that yeah. I say this story, I remember this though, because that you don't forget when you shit in a bag. No. And uh, and then I like I waited and waited and it just hit, you know, and I was like, oh no. I was like, it's getting there, man. I don't think I'm gonna make it. I was like, what do I do? And then and then he I think he was helpful. I was like, give me a give me a bag. I'm gonna go shit in a bag in your garage. <laughs> and then I went in his garage and I just shit in a bag yeah and white with paper towels and just threw it in the dumpster yeah and then it's weird gotta be weird but you're shitting in a bag in a garage you're just looking around and it's like old sawdust and yeah. tools you're and like, it also this is wasn't my garage <laughs> you know and i was like i was like god and then i was like is my friend gonna come peeking in so you can make fun of me to oh, forever craig shit in the garage <laughs> <laughs> and uh he was he was a g about it he didn't bug me i just shit in a bag yeah. He wasn't like me because I would have <laughs> <went, "Yeah." laughs> garage shitter. Oh my god! I remember those uh, locks that didn't work, and anyone would take uh, a shit and would be like, and open the door as I walk by. Every time they just, I remember uh, struggling to hide their balls while they close. Yeah. In Chicago, the worst thing, one of the things I I, I I don't miss about drinking is having to shit in a dive bar. Because half of the time, dive bar bathrooms don't have stalls Piss. on the door. So it's like enough people. He said it backwards. Uh, oh, enough people don't too, have. Bro. Yeah, don't have st- stalls doors on, doors on the stalls. Yeah, Let, let's put it this way: <laughs> enough people in the city of Chicago have seen my balls to start a pickup basketball team. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember shitting with no doors. It's the worst. There's nothing it's worse. It's the than worst. It. Yeah. Hey, and you're just like, and if you're in there, you're drunk. It's a situation you gotta go after like 15 or 20 PBRs. Yeah. You don't have many options. You're yeah. like, oh, this is happening. Yeah. No, you just shit. You shit at bars. I, I've told this story before, but it was a long time ago, so we'll bring it back. This might be my, one of the more epic poop fails I've done in my life. It was my sister's, uh, Cynthia's birthday. <laughs> and I, we ate at this Moroccan restaurant. I believe it's called Baba Ganoush in San Pedro, California. And it was very, very, very early on. I think this would have been my third or fourth comedy show ever. Oh, shit. And, and I was supposed to eat dinner and perform at this bar Crimson around the corner on the street where they got you some You know what's funny? Every, every word that's like a detail word in it could be poop related to. It's like Baba Ganoush, Crimson. <laughs> crimson Tide. And then uh, I leave the restaurant and there's no performance. It gets canceled. And I don't know if it's the restaurant my my poor eating habits i was drinking and drugging at that time or the nerves of what was supposed to be a show but also chase chase the dinner with a moroccan coffee yeah probably and and then i uh i park by crimson because i wanted to walk by before the restaurant so i'm going to my car and i just go like oh no and i'm a and I, I, it, I, it's happening in the next two minutes with or without a toilet, you know? Yeah. And I'm just like, okay. And then I was like, ah, the bar I was supposed to perform at. Ah, okay. And I go in and I'm just like, there's like two people at the bar and a bartender. And I just, I'm like, oh no. And I just sprint towards the bathroom, you know, not sprint, but just, yeah, you're walking, just walk fast. Walking Don't, with purpose. No questions. You can't deny me. This is happening. So I'm doing it because I'm going to shit the floor. So I get in and there's two bathrooms. There's the men's and the women's. The women's 
it's like you know like you know when the bathroom's propped open by the trash can because the toilets yeah. are over there is open like that with the light on and it's open yeah there's no women at the bar though yeah the men's is is shut and it's dark and it's like creepy and it's creepy and it's it it's like, like don't pit, go like in old there. piss so i go in the men's so i take a shit and it's the most violent diarrhea, like fill up half the bowl, like Lloyd Christmas, like, you know, fucking, I mean, you know, dumb you're, and dumb. You're, like, you're, your feet are lifting up off yeah, the ground as you shit. Shit. So much. And then I go to flush. And I'm in darkness, by the way. I'm shitting in the dark. That's how you know it's bad when you don't even take the time to turn on the lights when you have to shit. And then I flush. And then you just hear it. Blip, blip. You just hear it go up, and then you hear it, and then you hear it splatter. <gasps> no! And I'm like, oh, no. <laughs> and I overflow, and there's just shit everywhere. And I'm walking away, obviously. Yeah. And then I just walked out, and I just shit the bar <laughs> and, and left. just left it. And I feel... <laughs> real bad as you could tell from my laughter did you um, did you ever you should have sent that, that bartender a, an edible arrangements as a sorry i used I to be a bartender i used to be a bartender and what people, year it was people would piss into beer bottles and leave the piss filled beer bottles on top of the toilet why because people are evil not all people. You know what? I've done people. that so many times. <laughs> <laughs> you son of a bitch. I've pissed in beer bottles. There was this bar in Underground where uh, there was a, a urinal right at a, a, a window, but like a little prison window with bars. You know, yeah. just like just like you think an underground bar, yeah, shithole pisser window, and there'd be people waiting in line to get in, and I would just pee outside and just spray people. And uh, I've been knocked out a lot in my lifetime. Yes. <laughs> yes, I know. I know how that sounds. But when you're fucked up yeah. and you're on some drugs, you're just like, I'm going to piss on some strangers out the window. <laughs> One of the dumbest things I ever did when I was drunk, I was at a, we were seeing Dave Matthews Band in concert, and that's not the worst part. Oh, no. Uh, we were sitting around a bonfire with a bunch of people. I invited like all these strangers over to our fire and like partying, giving away beers and I was that guy like, come on, get fucked up with us strangers. We're all here for the same thing. And at one point I was so drunk and I didn't want to get up and I didn't think anybody would notice. And I was wearing shorts. So I just pulled my dick out of the side of the shorts and started pissing into the fire. Nice. And then people were like, what the fuck? And then people just started leaving. And I was like, what? I didn't think anybody would notice. I was pissing on the fire. That's how drunk I was. Ah, I've been there, brother. Oh, shit. That is so funny. I just remembered something that I probably should never say, but I'm going to say it anyways. When I, I remember, I think I ate gum out the urinal Ugh! when I was pissing on those people that night. Uh, yeah, you shouldn't have said that. <laughs> maybe we'll edit that part out. Nah. Hey, but that's uh, been our podcast, everybody. Uh, please check out J.F. Harris on his tour. Uh, uh, check out his special. Good buddy. Great comic. And uh, yeah, thank you. Like, subscribe, rate, also, review. Let me plug the Instagram. Oh too, yeah, plug that at stuff. the JF Harris. JF is initials, uh, and I put up like five or seven clips a week. And don't tell nobody about the urinal. I hope I'm gonna have Dumb. Craig edit me that clip to put up on my Instagram this week. We'll find out. Anyways, I love you all. Thank you so much. Uh,
Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Isaac Heckert. How, did I say your last name right? Yeah, but I almost cut already, so you probably cut that part. Okay. Out. Now I'm going to cut now. Okay. Right now. And now. What are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> thank you, brother.